Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. We're always orange and blue, but we're adding a little red and white this weekend as well. Happy 4th of July weekend to you. Glad you're with us here on the Sports Spectacular. We are the Illini guys, Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley. Another jam-packed show ahead. The guys from Campus Inc. stop by. They've got a very different, uh, interesting perspective on NIL. We'll talk to them. Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman had his state of the program session with the media. That was on Tuesday, which we'll talk about later. But that was before the bombshell on Thursday USC and UCLA guys coming to the big 10. What an amazing thing for the big 10, you know, bringing the two power programs on the West coast, um, not just for football, obviously USC football is huge, but I mean, basketball, UCLA basketball, um, you know, all those great big 10 players like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Walton, great big 10 players now. So. (laughs) Yeah. And look, it seems pretty clear to me that USC UCLA terrified of playing Illinois in the Rose Bowl again. So they go ahead and join the Big Ten so they don't have to do that power washing again. I'm also terrified of that. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. And uh, so is our friend Craig Swope, right? He doesn't want to think about it either. So you yeah. can say that because he's a brother. We love him. We've talked about it before here in the show. Um, this is crazy. And it just, um, you know, again, one of those things as guys that are reporting, it's interesting to read about this and hats off to the, San Jose Mercury News, the first to report it Thursday morning, and it just um, it took off like wildfire throughout the day. This, by the way, if you have not been following, is official Big Ten uh, chancellors and presidents voting Thursday night to approve this. They did. It is official. It happens in 2024. And guys, it happened on Thursday because that was June 30th, and that was the final day that they had to notify the Pac-12 of their intentions. It's exactly two years until the TV deal expires for the Pac-12. So these two schools leave, join the Big Ten without owing anybody anything. Yeah, what a great deal for them. I mean, they're going to make a lot of money. When you talk about this, it's always about money. When you look at programs like USC and UCLA getting $30 million in TV money versus schools like Northwestern Vanderbilt getting 50 or $60 million in TV money, that's why. That's why they're changing, and that's why they're coming to the Big Ten, and that's why they actually reached out to the Big Ten Conference about joining, and you just don't say no to programs like this. No, and I will tell you, you can bring into the Big Ten negotiations uh, for, for television and streaming rights, you know, the number two TV market in the country. And now people, you know, like Apple TV, et cetera, are saying, hey, wait a minute, we want to we talk this over one more time. So, um, you know, the $100 million a year per university may turn out to be real. And it may turn out to be the state of uh, the future. And it may turn out to be low. I mean, let's, yeah. let's be honest. If there's anybody who wasn't surprised by this, it was us. Because we've been talking about this now since we began the show last August, right? I mean, this is something we knew. And you're right. Anyone who doesn't understand, you guys talk about the money involved in this. This is about football. It's about TV. It's about households. And so now the Big Ten, think about this. They've got the top four TV markets wrapped up, right, with New York, L.A., Chicago, and Philly. There's some talk maybe of a Stanford and Cal. San Francisco, that's a number six market. So let's just say that's not happening yet. I mean, although, who knows, <laughs> come next week, it's always possible. 
But right now you've got the top four, and I think seven of the top 15 TV markets are in the Big Ten. There's no conference that can come close to that. So you're right. If it was a billion-dollar-a-year deal before, that price tag just went up. Yep. And then wait until they, you know, then you look at a place like a school in the ACC, like Georgia Tech, take that Atlanta market. You start, you start adding more and more pieces to this and we get super conferences, which is, I think we're going to end up maybe two super conferences, the big 10, the sec, and then everybody else is just kind of left out uh, in the wind. Yeah. Brad, I'm going to jump in on that point because we were talking before we went on the air just now that you, I know you spent um, you spent a, a lot of time when all this was going on Thursday talking to your sources. You mentioned Georgia Tech, the Atlanta market, number 10 market. What are you hearing from your sources about where this thing could end? This really, I think we would agree, is just the beginning. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, you know, obviously the biggest domino is Notre Dame, um, and, and the Big Ten would love to get Notre Dame. Um, I know Mike wants Texas in the Big Ten, but that's just so he can go to games. Don't don't let him fool you. <laughs> So Notre Dame's the big fish and where they go there, I'm told they're, they're uh, more interested than they've been forever because now they can sell those California kids too. also recruiting out there. Now you get UCLA, USC, UCLA and so forth. And then you've got the Atlanta market. I've heard Cal and Stanford have already reached out to the big 10 um, uh, regarding a future uh, entry. Maybe it's not going to be at the same time, but in the future. And then you've got, um, you know, a, a school like Virginia due to academics is something the Big Ten covets. So those have been kind of the schools that I keep hearing um, mentioned over and over. And so we'll see how that goes. Now, obviously, uh, uh, one school that's out there in the middle, I don't know where it ends up is Kansas. How about Kansas? Best basketball program in the country, potentially, but a horrid football program. And where do they fit into these into these super conferences? We'll see. Yeah, it's it's a it's a different uh, world now that football kind of rules everything, and you know the reason that I say Texas, in all honesty, is it's one of those schools with the spectacular academics, the great um, you know sports programs, and then so many. I'm, I'm going to leave like who's ranked where in the TV markets to Larry, but you've got Houston, you've got Dallas, San Antonio. I mean, there's a a ton of markets here that would make sense. And I don't know what the legality, they haven't jumped to the SEC yet. What's to prevent them from saying, Hey, we fit in better academically with the big 10 and making the jump up there to an even bigger payoff from a TV standpoint. You know, and one, one thing we talked about too, Brad brings up a great point. I don't know if the, the established big 12 schools, the Iowa States, the Oklahoma States, Kansas, K state, I don't know if there's a place for them. In this new world, you can argue for Baylor and TCU that brings in the Dallas market, number five market. Those become attractive because of that, because of those those eyeballs. Uh, but you're exactly right. Um, this is something that, that we will be talking about now for weeks to come. And um, it is huge. And uh, we will spend a lot more time on it uh, coming up. Brad, I do want to get into the other big story very quickly. We'll get Ked's uh, comments later in recruiting roundup. The big kid this week on Monday uh, committing to Brad Underwood in the basketball program, six foot, 10 inch Zachary Perrin from France. Yeah, just 6'10 athlete, just a guy who run the floor. He can handle the ball. He can <clears throat> really good passer, great feet. Underwood always loves guys with great feet. He always talks about that. So uh, he can really move, and, and he's just a great fit as a guy who's got tons of potential, but can also come in and give you some minutes right away. Really huge get for Illinois late in the recruiting cycle. And he's left-handed, which is big for Illinois. Um, Brad, one question to you is, I think I'm right here, but this Illinois staff that's recruited so well, 
it hasn't been together for a full year yet, has it? No, Tim Anderson didn't join the staff till, um, you know, about, you know, three weeks from now in July. Wow. So, <laughs> um, so he hasn't even been there a year. So yeah, these guys just then, you know, Chester was the first one to be added in, in last May and then, you know, then Jeff and then Tim. And so really astonishing what they've done in a year from a recruiting standpoint for a brand new staff. Just incredible. A quick breather right now and then a look ahead to next week. NBA Summer League tipping off and a former Illini All-American heading west in search of his dreams. This is the Sports Spectacular. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Hey, let's give a shout out to Nick Hardy, our guest here on the show last week. The former Illini golfer went out and captured his first top 10 finish on the PGA Tour with some strong play at the Travelers Championship up in Connecticut. Yeah, I'm really happy with the with Nick. Um, you know, the one thing I would say, he's just not getting his money's worth, though, on the golf course. You know, it's he's not he's only taking like 60 some shots around. I mean, you could take 120 and get a much better deal uh, when he's golfing. So that's been my philosophy. But, no, it's great to see him doing well. Well, and it's obviously just when the Illini guys went into business, you know, last year the basketball team went absolutely crazy. Um, And, of course, now, you know, Nick has an interview with the Illini guys on the Sports Spectacular, has a fantastic weekend. Um, You know, some people might tie it to practice and hard work. I tie it to the Illini guys' interviews. Um, and yes, Illini <laughs> fans, you get a big thank you uh, and you're welcome from us. <laughs> you should know if you don't know, uh, you better ask somebody. Uh, when IlliniGuys.com launched, the men's basketball team then went 16 and 2. Yep. The football team increased in wins. The men's basketball yep. team won its first Big, big Ten regular season title since 2005. And then now Nick Hardy. Coincidence? Yeah. I don't think so. We're we're killing it. We are killing it. We are. We really are. I'm tired. And if if Nick Hardy doesn't, you know, do well, finish up well here in uh, Moline at the John Deere, then we'll know it was because he didn't come on the radio this week. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Causal. We'll we'll text him and say, listen. And if he does win, then it's because of the week before. (laughs) Yeah, that's scientifically, that's the way it works, Brad. Exactly. in our society in 2022, that's logic that works for so many people. You're exactly right. Uh, great piece on Nick, by the way, by our Matt Stevens on IlliniGuys.com. Right now, you can go on and see that. NBA Summer League tips off next week. It's always fun to track former Illini players out in Vegas. Myers Leonard, Malcolm Hill, Kendrick Nunn, Ayal DeSumo in recent years. And now we get to watch Kofi Colbert. Yeah, it's going to be great to see Kofi play in an NBA game and see how he does, uh, you know, with the up and down, uh, the way they play with the space and pace. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does. I think he's in a good fit, though. He actually has a chance um, where he's at and, and, and because there's an opening. And, and I think that he, the way they play may fit him a little better. Obviously, there's a new coach, so we'll see how that goes. But it, it may be good for him. And maybe he picked a, the right 
right place for him to find a role, stick on an NBA roster, and uh, even if it's as a two-way contract where he's playing partially in both you know, G League and with the, the Jazz, I think it's great. Yeah, and, and Kofi's got an opportunity to show what he's made of and, and you know, a little bit of uh, uh, adaptability on the court to do the things that he hasn't done that in the college, you know, going out and guarding guys on the perimeter. It's very similar to Brad and I this week as we are going through a show that we're f- trying to focus on the show, but, but Larry is not wearing a suit and tie this week, folks. So we have Larry in a polo shirt. <laughs> unbuttoned it's not buttoned all the way to the top and it's throwing our game so if if we have an excuse if this show isn't good it's because larry's dress down has affected our ability to be humorous and you know it's well like somebody has to be professional on this show and it's supposed to be him (laughs) it's certainly not gonna be us us. well you know (laughs) he's got to do a better job you you know the interesting thing is brad you know as the Illini guys, you know, the Illini guys radio network has 30 stations across Illinois and we love each and every one of them. Last week we went on to WDWS. There was three of us on the show and the host there, you know, Evan in the afternoon, he was like, as soon as he hit to the first break, he's like, how does Larry keep anything organized with you guys? (laughs) And I said, well, we don't know. That's why he's on every show. But now this week, with the whole lack of a tie, I'm totally thrown. Well, it's, he's like the principal or superintendent of the school. They have the suit and tie, so that you think they're important. Well, now he doesn't have the suit and tie. He, he, you know, how do we know? Uh, we don't know if he's important. He's, he's, you know what? Larry is our Mr. Belding. <laughs> This is just getting worse, and we're we're also in the first half hour of the show. This, yeah, we, we're normally we don't get this punchy this early in the show. Yeah. but with Larry dressed like this, it's like Casual Friday. It is like Casual Friday. It's, it's are wonderful. you? Are you? Hey, are you Screech then? Oh no, I, I, I'm I'm Mario Lopez. You can be Zach. I'll be Zach. Does Ken get to be Screech then? Ted is street with the chaps. Oh my goodness. This just gets, this just gets worse. It's casual Friday. It's, you know, it's for the July weekend. So I've yeah. got my, I've got my, you know, my yard apparel on uh, as we're, as we're recording this. Hey, let's get back to Kofi in the summer league. We're talking about what? Kofi's going to play the games in Salt Lake city uh, starting on Tuesday. And then, uh, cause the jazz hosts some games and then it'll go on out to Vegas and those games start um, on Thursday. By the way, if you're interested, yours truly will be doing, be doing some of the voiceovers on NBA.com. Hopefully not stumbling like I did just then on NBA.com during the summer league. So uh, try to listen up there. Hey, uh, later on, Larry, we're going to find out I do some of that uh, double stuff too. So, you know, that's, that's important. Dude, you do everything. <laughs> yeah, a there. You, you really do. He's the jack of all trades. Hey, before we get to break. With, with Plummer, I, I think he's a kid who can really shoot. I think defensively is the big issue with him. You know, where, where does he guard it? He's got to show that he can guard people. And once he does, he can be an effective player uh, with his shooting ability. Yeah, I mean, worst case or best case scenario, you know, Vinny Johnson, he comes in and hits two or three threes and you get him out before he cools off and, and wait for the next time you can get him in there based on matchups. 
Boy, that's a, that's a great analogy. If he could play a bit of defense, the way he can stroke it just in, in the NBA, they're the free flowing offense of just the, you know, the constant screening and the guys open on the wing, boy, he would be deadly. Uh, best of luck to Alfonso. Hopefully um, this summer proves uh, uh, some good things for his future. Hey, still ahead, Mike's movie review. I think he has seen every movie released this summer, or at least it feels like it. And Brad might have too. all that's next hour coming up, but up next, a battle of orange like we have never seen before. Here along the Illini Guys Radio Network. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and is much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships. Build community. And build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today. 224-880-6000. 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solutions. When life gets hectic, you need healthcare that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7, 365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. Hello, this is Brett Dillman, the Illinois head football coach, and you're listening to Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. It's been a big week for Illini football. More commitments from the class of 2023. Uh, Matt Stevens, Kendrick Prince from Illini Guys will be along to break it down for us. A big announcement this week as well. Illinois and Syracuse, two of the top 20 winningest college basketball programs of all time, have met three times ever, but never on either's home court. But that will change this fall as Syracuse comes to Champaign as part of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting matchup. I don't. I know that Syracuse maybe isn't the, the big name anymore uh, like they were a few years back when uh, Bayheim had a rolling, but they're still a team that's that's dangerous, and, and the Battle of the Orange is a great, you know, great angle with it. And, uh, you know, I guess I go back to 1989. It seemed like uh, Syracuse probably still wants some revenge from that uh, 89 game, right? Yeah, that's it. No, I, I got to be honest with you. I was a little disappointed. Now, I know the ACC isn't what it used to be, but Illinois has been part of the last two titles and should have been part of the last three titles, at least, you know, uh, Big Ten tournament. And I was kind of hoping to get one of those slots against either um, North Carolina or Duke. So I was a little, I got to be honest with you, I was a little bit uh, uh, unimpressed by our matchup. So the one thing you have to remember, though, is that Illinois still has a game with Texas at Madison Square Garden. They're going to play Virginia, Baylor, UCLA, and Las Vegas. They've got the Missouri Bragging Rights game. So they're playing – they're going to play, uh, I think it's 26 high major opponents out of 31 games. 
which is really wow. an insane number when you take the 20 Big Ten games into account. So I, 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 I like their, their schedule is going to be really strong either way. I get what you're saying a little bit, but I didn't like many of the matchups. I thought a lot of the matchups were – it's like they just threw them, in, threw them and said, oh, well, these guys need to play again, so let's do this. They, no, I, I, I agree. It, it wasn't very good. But I, from the Illinois standpoint, I like it just because – and also, Syracuse plays a different style. So now they've seen that zone – early in the season before they get into Big Ten play. See, I'm looking at it from let's win the Big Ten again. So, well, yeah. and, and look, I just think it's – I think Illinois is a marquee team. Didn't get the matchup I had hoped for, but that doesn't mean they can't curb stomp um, Syracuse and maybe be known as the, uh, the team that effectively ended uh, Bayheim's career. I'm all for that. Yeah, I, I think that to, – to your point, guys, I mean, you know, I – even worse than this matchup is the Purdue Florida state. I think they're playing three times in five years. Now that matchup has happened. Um, you know, I mean, how crappy is that? Um, and you're right. I mean, you get Duke, Ohio state, kind of the rematch of the game that Duke went up to Columbus and lost to end Krzyzewski's, uh, you know, run in the, in the ACC big 10 challenge. Um, and then the other game, UNC is Indiana. They're two, you know, UNC come off the title game appearance. Indiana allegedly is the, the up and coming program in the Big Ten. I'm I'm, I'm not there yet, but I know everyone thinks those are going to be a good team. Um, I, I Brad, I agree with you on this. They've got so many really good matchups. They're not in the Gavit games, which I'm happy with that. They're not have no yeah. Big East foe this year. Like you said, they've got enough going on. Um, I'm okay with that. I, I really am. And and to your point about the ACC, outside of of Duke and North Carolina, who's the third beast? of the ACC. Yeah. Virginia is only three years moved from a title. Nobody talks about them and they won a title just three years ago. Yeah. They don't look like the same Virginia team that won the title. I mean, they're, they're not that team where he had a, he had a rolling, you know, for a few years there. And, and I just feel like they're not the same level as, as they were um, after that. And then I, I would, uh, the game I would have liked to have seen was Illinois, Virginia tech to see the Chester Frazier yeah. uh, matchup there. I think that would have been fun. Uh, I don't because Chester came from Virginia tech. And, and, and I don't think this is your, your father's ACC. I think right. this ACC is, is, you know, we talked about this last year on IlliniGuys.com. This is a period of change, and we're seeing at the top of the college basketball world, we're seeing a changing of the guard, and it will be very um, exciting to see can Duke and North Carolina maintain their position with teams like Illinois pushing and pushing and pushing. By the way, Illinois getting a chance to host an ACC Big Ten game back-to-back years after beating Notre Dame last year. Notre Dame went on to, to play in the NCAA. It turned out to be a very good resume win for the Illini. And we'll see if we can do it here. Brad, as you mentioned, um, you know, that's a game that it, with so many young players and new, new players and new moving parts, that'll be interesting uh, to watch. But again, one of um, uh, many major P5, Power 5 uh, conference opponents that Illinois uh, will have this year. Um Stay with us. We'll take a quick time out right now. Hey, by the way, uh, one little tidbit. Uh, did you know, if you will, because we like to do those kinds of things here in the Sports Spectacular, the top all-time winning percentage among Big Ten teams is Illinois. 641 all-time. Just ahead of Purdue and Indiana in that order. Uh, so don't you forget it. Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman spent the better part of Tuesday answering questions from reporters about the state of the Illini Athletic Program. Mike and Brad were in the room where it happened. Their thoughts next on the Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network.
You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Larry Smith, Mike Eckley, Brad Sturdy here on the Sports Spectacular. We kick off our summer giveaways here on the show. Eight chances to win between now and Labor Day. A free $50 Visa gift card up for grabs today. Here's all you have to do. Send an email to info at IlliniGuys.com. In the subject line, put the word cash, as in, you know, Trent Frazier, cash. And then in the body, put in your mailing address, and that's it. We'll announce the winner next week on the show. And again, that email address, info at IlliniGuys.com. Put cash in the subject line, and good luck from the Illini guys. You know, each summer, Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman sits down with reporters and gives a state of the program talk, if you will. That took place earlier this week, and it was really informative, covering everything from NIL to building projects to how COVID affected the athletic program's finances. Mike sat down with them and talked with them one-on-one. In a perfect world, what changes in the CFP need to be determined, in your opinion, before the Big Ten makes changes to its scheduling methods and division structure? I think ideally it's, it's just having a sense of what the overall college football playoff paradigm is going to look like, how many teams are involved, uh, what are the qualifications for those teams, are there automatic bids, or are they all at large, Uh, what are the objectives of the Big Ten, how many spots reasonably do we think are available to get teams into the the expanded CFP, and then ultimately how do we position ourselves strategically to reach that objective each and every year. And that, I think, those are, to me, those are just sort of the precursor questions that we have to get resolved before we can determine what our best... Uh, what our best strategy is relative to intra-conference competition, divisions, no divisions, and so forth. Um, so I, I think they're all related, and I just I, I hesitate for us to act as if they they are independent of one another because I, I don't think they are. Right. No, I totally totally understand that. Um, with the evolving landscape of college sports. How important is the reestablishment of the football program as one of the best in the Big Ten to the overall success of the University of Illinois Athletic Department? It's incredibly important. There's, there's no secret, I think, that most of these decisions about the future of college sports are largely being driven by football. And in order for us to continue to participate at the highest level, in order for us to continue to have a voice in the shaping of what college athletics will look like, we need to ensure that, that we have a football program that is befitting of a seat at that table. And, and so there's a, there's a reason that we have uh, continued to dedicate as many resources as we have to the growth of that program, the success of that program, because ultimately that program's stature, I think, will go a long way towards determining uh, where we ultimately fit in the, in the overarching landscape of college And one final question. How has the NIL changed the way that you approach fundraising as traditionally some component of fundraising had been donations over time versus this now immediate nature of NIL? How do you balance those time frames along with obviously the difference of iFund versus NIL? The biggest difference for our donors is that in our traditional fundraising conversations, we have talked about 
uh, allowing pledges over time. So somebody can say, look, I'll, I'll pledge you X amount of dollars each year for five years. Uh, but in the NIL space, student athletes expect to be paid not in IOUs, but in actual money. Uh, and so the conversation shifts where now we're talking with supporters uh, about writing checks today that would go into, for example, the Atlanta Guardians or, uh, or another NIL vehicle um, to support our student athletes with real money in real time. Uh, and, and I think there is some concern that some of those resources will be redirected away from, as you said, the iFund. We recognize that's a possibility, but ultimately, if some of those NIL programs grow to a point that they allow our programs to gain competitive success, then I believe that we will reap the rewards financially as an athletic department through increased ticket sales, increased in, in a broader donor base, uh, more value in our, our sponsorship program, and on and on down the list. So it may result in some short-term reduction on some revenue fronts, but I think that revenue will more than be replaced as the program grows in success and stature. Yeah, there's there's something that uh, Josh does really well is he's very well thought out and strategic. So there's really a feeling that he has has really kind of pushed the athletic program in the direction in which he thinks uh, the, this whole NIL transfer portal NCAA, are we not NCAA world is going to go. And I really think that in this time of high change, Josh is the athletic director that this university needs. And I think, um, and again, I, I, I would say this, whether he, we were on the air or not, um, you know, he, he's, he's what we need. And I'm, I'm pretty happy that he's the guy kind of running the ship right now compared to some of the athletic directors of the past. Wait, so you you think, he, one, he has a plan, which is good, yeah. and two, he has a better personality talking to the media than Mike Thomas, possibly? <laughs> Who knew? That's hard, hard, hard to imagine, but uh, I, I guess that's possible. Amazing, but true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I think Whitman's very professional. He has this plan out. He does this media stuff because he, he has a vision. He wants to present his vision. And he wants everyone on board for what he's trying to do, and and I think that's that's huge. I, to have a guy who has a, has a plan, has a vision, at the top of your athletic department is what you want. Yes, and 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 the plan is a high quality plan, and you know, like I said, I I, I haven't felt this type of confidence in the leadership of the athletic department since Neil Stoner left. You know, and I think what I hear when he does this every year is here's a guy who is confident in his abilities. He's confident in his plan and he completely understands uh, the workings of this. Unlike he said, you know, Mike Thomas, which was uh, I don't think he was any of those things. Um, our Matt Stevens wrote a great, pre great piece on Whitman and issues uh, that he sees on the horizon with how the NCAA does business. That's on IlliniGuys.com, and we'll talk with Matt about that at the top of the hour. Up next, the guys from Campus Inc. have an NIL model, name, image, likeness. That's proven to be successful, and they have been spreading it all across the country. They join us to talk about it. That's next on the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com.
Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solutions. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promise. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Welcome back to the Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular, the segment presented by OSF Healthcare. You know, a few months ago, we had the guys from Campus Inc. on the show. Uh, Just a great success story, all the things they are doing on the periphery of of Illinois athletics. Um, They had something really big in the works that they couldn't talk about at the time. We, of course, were curious uh, and we, we didn't prod them too much, but now some time has passed. We've asked them to come back on and spill the beans. Uh, Stephen Farrick and, and Adam Cook of Campus Inc. Guys, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having us. Good to have you. Yeah, guys. glad to be here. Yeah, first, and, and, and by the way, we should mention that Adam's a, a new dad, so recently had his first Father's Day, and congratulations on that. Um, other than Thank that you. development, uh, before we get to the other new developments, uh, let's start off. How are things going for you guys? Things are great. Um, we are busy, uh, and we are, um, we are so ready for the fall to hit. Uh, we are working with students and athletes all over the country, as we'll talk about today. Um, but things have been, things have been good. We've been very blessed. Steven, I, I, I have to ask, I, I got to give you some props too. You are a dog owner, so let's not limit the father's day. You know, you got to <laughs> right, raising, yeah. raising dogs is an important thing, right? They, they were kind to me. No accidents in the house on Sunday. So yeah, that's a, that's a good doggy dad. It's a real thing. It's a real so thing. I, I, I do have to ask like, what is this? I, I, I love this. You know, you got the big announcement and, and now uh, give us the background and kind of give us the rundown here. Adam, you want to do it? Yeah. So, you know, when we came back on uh, the show for the first time, um, you know, we were kind of talking about what we had done at, at University of Illinois, uh, particularly around men's basketball. And, you know, we uh, provide NIL merchandise for uh, student athletes all across the university. Um, men's basketball had gotten a, a lot of momentum. Um, just as a recap, we were able to pay out uh, close to $100,000 of commissions to the men's basketball team. So uh, that, that was really exciting for us. Um, that's where, you know, we, we kind of had um, some momentum and some tr- strategic investors start to, to uh, kind of start knocking on the door a little bit and say, hey, what, what's going on here? Um, and since then, we've been able to scale out not just at, at men's basketball, we've been 
able to scale out at, at universities all across the country. And so I think for, for us, the most exciting thing is to see this as a holistic solution, right? You know, it's really exciting around men's basketball. We can't wait for football to kick off, but, you know, we've seen uh, women's soccer, we've seen swim and dive, we've seen cross country, track and field. And so to be able to provide a, a solution in NIL merchandise that can earn athletes pretty significant money, regardless of the sport they're playing has been an, a, a, a wild ride. It's been a lot of fun. That's exciting. Um, you know, but, but the one thing though, we're going to let you pass because it is such a success is that, you know, I read that you did partner up with an Indiana grad to, to do this. We may have partnered up with a Hoosier by the name of Mark Cuban. <laughs> um, I don't think we uh, released that on the last show, right, Adam? Oh, I don't think no, so. No, we just, we teased it a little bit. Yeah, we teased it. Now so, yeah. okay. We'll give a little bit more background. So I, uh, you know, we kind of saw this this opportunity and um, we we didn't really know what to do. We're like, oh man, this is working at Illinois. How do we take this to the next level? I decided on a Friday night to email Mark Cuban and you can find his email. Uh, it's pretty public. And I shot him an email and I said, we've built this at Illinois and uh, we want to take it everywhere. And he responded back. And in 24 hours, he made us an offer. Um, I have to I have to interrupt Stephen's story here because I I always give him a hard time, but it really is is a, a, a testament to his sales uh, acumen because in the first email, writes this wonderful pitch about what we're doing, the value, but he forgets the ask, the number one thing. <laughs> but uh, but but that's how I that's how you know how good Stephen's pitch was. Was he actually got a response back without a hard ask? It's, <laughs> yes. So then Mark emailed me back and said, so why are you telling me this to brag? And so anyways, we went back and forth. Um, meanwhile, I'm texting Adam being like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? And uh, Adam hadn't worked for Campus Inc. at the time. And within 24 hours, he'd made us an offer and then due diligence came in. We closed in March. Um, so he's a minority investor in Campus Inc., he does own a piece of a company on orange and blue turf. Um, but really the the solution that he's after is NIL is so much bigger than, you know, basketball and football. Um, NIL needs to be a solution that that supports the entire community. It needs to be inclusive, uh, supportive, um, and it actually needs to help their livelihood out. It shouldn't let, you know, everyone else make money first. And, you know, Mark being just such a person that puts his athletes first, you see him, you know, on the floor at the Mavs games. Um, we just thought, wow, who better in the world than Mark Cuban to help us do this? So took on his investment and we have since taken, you know, kind of what we've done in Illinois um, uh, across the country. And so you'll see um, a lot of partnerships being announced, whether it was Indiana or, um, you know, I believe we just announced Virginia Tech. Yep. Um, but really, like uh, schools are after finding a better way to do it. And that's what we're trying to solve. So, yeah. And it's, you know, it, it's so rare especially in an industry as big as collegiate sports that you get an opportunity like this where where legislation policy guidelines change so drastically and so completely that that it really kind of turns things on its head and so you know we we fully believe at campus inc like hey this this is not just an opportunity for us but it's an opportunity to to kind of fix a lot of things that have maybe gone wrong uh, in in cwa for a while uh, and to be able to have mark on board is somebody who is known as as not only an incredible businessman, but also as a disruptor and as somebody who really tries to pursue doing things the right way has has been a lot of fun. We've been able to learn a lot and 
he also just says, Hey, you know, you, you guys are the ones that are doing it, go do it. And so, uh, it's been, been a lot of, uh, of excitement to have that freedom and, um, try to do things the right way as, as best we can with this opportunity. And he's always been ahead of the game. You're right. I remember when he first bought the Mavs, there was a great story. I think it was in sports illustrated where he, he bought like these really nice high end plush towels with the Mavs logo on it. Yeah. And the reporter asked, well, aren't you concerned that the, and he put him in the visitor's locker room. He said, aren't you concerned that the, that the players are going to take him? He goes, that's fine. He goes, what's the cost for me? It doesn't matter. And he goes, instead of putting out like cold cuts, like we put out like shrimp and lobster in our post game. He goes, yep. I want, I want those other players. They take the towel home. That's great. Cause they'll always know we're a first class organization. We didn't give you, you know, bargain basement towels. So he's, he's always thought about that in terms of, you know, again, being a disruptor and doing things differently. A hundred percent. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a, if he didn't have so many fines for the NBA, he could probably invest more though in your program he gets so, <laughs> yeah. when he and criticized the officials, right? He so, was, uh, uh, he was on a call with us on Tuesday. He did an all hands call for all of our students, um, to meet him actually. And he said he's invested over a hundred million dollars in cold emails of people pitching him ideas. And his biggest, biggest one with cost plus drug right now, um, the pharmacy that he's building came out of a cold email. So, uh, he's, he's genuinely authentic and you get a hundred percent of him. Um, and he's no different than he is on shark tank and, you know, at the games, like, um, you know, so he talks a lot of smack. It's fun. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. It, all those people that went on Shark Tank are thinking, you mean I just had to send an email? That was it. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. so uh, <laughs> I didn't get, get, have to get ridiculed. So, uh, no. Uh, so yeah. as you go through this process, you mentioned helping out the other programs. I think this is a huge thing. I mean, we talk about men's basketball and football, but more specifically, what programs have you seen maybe at the University of Illinois where you've really been able to get some NIL stuff with uh, some of those less, uh, I guess the, we, the non-revenue sports, so to speak. Yeah. So actually, and Adam can speak to this, like one of our highest grossing is, is women's softball right now. Mm. Um, you know, Adam, you want to talk a little bit about what we've done in women's softball this is pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think this is a, a great example of how this can work is, you know, Virginia tech happened to have one of the best pitchers in the country. And so we reached out to her and, uh, you know, this is a, another side of the story too. When we, when we reached out to her, her response back was, is this a scam? Like, are, are you a spam bot? <laughs> We're like, uh, no, I don't think we'd reach out to, you know, we listed all our stats off and I don't think a bot would know that. So we started working with her and, uh, you know, her, her first drop ended up doing really well, um, caught the attention of the university, which kind of led us down this path of, of more of a formal partnership and as soon as we launched uh, some co-licensed merchandise for her, I mean, within two days, we had almost the entirety of the softball team signed up on our platform, right as they were making a good run into the postseason softball world series, uh, they hosted the super regional. And so they were really competitive this year. Uh, and the women's softball team ended up doing really well um, in, in merchandise. And, you know, for a lot of these girls, it was, it was their last season. Uh, so to be able to kind of capitalize that and your, your, your window is closing and eligibility was, was something we were really proud of being able to provide for them at university of Illinois. You know, it's been a lot of fun. We've been working with a uh, women's soccer athlete, Sydney Stevens. Um, she has some design background. And so she's doing this really neat thing where she wants to actually build her own brand. So she's calling it mind Ben, encouraging people to look at 
you know, different perspectives um, in a new way. So um, she has done things around mental health awareness. Um, she's done things around LGBTQ. Uh, and she really pours a lot of who she is. So that's the other cool thing is, you know, it goes way beyond just what people are doing on the field, has an opportunity to speak to who they are as whole people. Well, you know, being a softball guy, I, you, you may not know this, but I'm kind of a softball guy. So uh, I coach high school softball, travel softball. So uh, Keely Richard, obviously, I'm very familiar with uh, what she can do. So um, as you, you look at this, the growth of a sport like women's softball, you, you see this. I, I think that this is probably a, a sport that is it's blowing up. I mean, you've got everything, you know, from these, Absolutely. they're signing these new deals after they get out of school now with the athletes unlimited and things like that. So I, I really think that probably that's going to be, as you get these higher end programs, so programs like Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida, et cetera, et cetera, these name programs, UCLA, you can really sell a lot of merch for these girls. It'd really be great to see that, to see that happen for them. I, I, I will add this at, I am such a, I I've said for years, I said this 25 years ago, I guess I was ahead of my time, but I also was stupid because I should have done something about it, but I never understood how players could, they could sell a player's Jersey and the player didn't get anything from that Jersey. It, I mean, those are, if, and, and am I crazy in thinking that if they'd have done that 25 years ago, we never would have had as much of an issue as we had with the athletes not getting their share. I mean, it seems like it, they just kicked the can down the road Absolutely. to the point where it became a bigger issue. And, yeah. and, you know, on on the notion of jerseys, that's really where Illinois gave us the ability to do that. And we're really grateful for it, you know, because Nike, Nike doesn't have an NIL solution presently, right? Um, they're talking about different things, but those are going to support the top one or two percent of athletes. And so I give a lot of credit to the team at Illinois, um, Cam and, and Marty Kaufman, Cam Cox and Marty Kaufman, because like they wanted to make something available. Um, and you know, when we were able to provide basketball jerseys for the entire team, um, all the way from, you know, Kofi to Brandon Pajemski, uh, and those could be sold in venue if the retailers wanted them to be, uh, that was really special. And, and we take that to other schools and in other sports. And so going into the fall, we're going to have a football solution for an official, you know, uh, football Jersey. Um, but that's, that's kind of in our back pocket as something we are really, really proud about. And like just last week, we had the entire Clark family, Sky and ZZ and everyone um, making their jerseys here in, here in Urbana and, and getting their jerseys ready. So uh, we're really excited that Illinois has, has given us the ability and been a thought leader in this space. And that's really amplified our, our growth as well. And we're really, really grateful for it. So, yeah. The other thing that, that's so special about this is, you know, when you're talking to universities and one of the the kind of underlying things about NIL that people don't really think about is, you know, that there is a Title IX and a compliance perspective that the universities need to be aware of. And so, you know, that's another thing that that we're really proud of being able to provide a solution, you know, a, a across campus because there's so many great sport communities. You know, softball, you know better than most. You know, it's a niche community that's got an incredibly powerful fan base behind it. Uh, so, so what a neat opportunity to be able to leverage that a little bit. Same thing with women's soccer, with volleyball, you know, track and field. There, there are these really powerful communities um, we're, we're finally getting able to, to tap into. And it's so fun to see, you know, the, the experience elevated for the athlete and also, you know, the brand elevated for the university. You know, they're, they're able to kind of get their brand out there uh, a lot more as well. So it's been fun for sure. 
talking with Stephen Ferrig and Adam Cook of Campus Inc. here on the uh, Game Changers line presented by OSF Healthcare. I'm curious, as uh, you know, we're right now at the one-year anniversary of NIL. What's the biggest thing you guys have learned in, in this past year, other than the NCAA doesn't know what they're doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> I said it, you didn't, so it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. Um, I, I really believe, you know, we're learning in our NIL community, right? Other founders, other people, uh, they're, you know, there's not much pushback or sentiment. Like ev- everyone really, really acknowledges it and like is actually really understanding the value that this provides. And so, you know, if you were to ask me about NIL you know, eight or nine months ago, my opinions are constantly changing to really say like athlete first, athlete first, athlete first. And I think there's general sentiment that people are really starting to adopt that. And that's really special. And it's, it's great for, for us to see as we grow. Um, we're in the middle of you know, raising money right now and talking to tons of investors. And it's just awesome to see their eyes light up and say, yeah, it's about time. It's about time. It's about time. And so, yeah, this isn't you know, all the political things we see on CNN, um, but this is something that, you know, that needs to happen. Um, and what we're also seeing is that we believe there's going to be a shift in the success of athletic departments and programs. Perhaps some of the legacy schools and the power schools that aren't thinking about this the same way that maybe Illinois is thinking about, like, we're going to start to see a shift in, in, in that. And we're excited to see it. Um, we heard it from Josh Whitman himself saying there's a small opportunity here to disrupt and Illinois is going to be on the forefront of it. And, uh, and, and we're excited to see the, the pot stirred up a little bit. So that's, that's my take on it. We've learned a lot is that what you see in the media and the national conversation around NIL and, and how it, it kind of throws in the blanket of college sports as, as being, you know, kind of this, this bear, you know, when you're actually in the conversation that that's not really, that's not really the sentiment that's, that's taking place. You know, people are, are excited about it. People are, um, approaching things as a lot of an and conversation as opposed to an or conversation, because there's a, a lot of ways to provide value in the NIL space. Um, and so as we come up to this year, you know, I, I kind of call year one, year zero, because so many people didn't really know what they were doing. And now as we kind of turn the page a little bit on onto this next, uh, this next calendar year of NIL, I think you'll see things settle a lot more. Uh, and there will be a lot more standard practices um, that will just kind of make things a lot easier for people to take advantage of it. Guys, this is exciting. Uh, final question. Uh, we're coming up against the top of the hour here. Um, how many schools are, are you working with right now? Our pipeline of like closed licenses, eight, nine. Um, yeah, we're, you just yep. closed another one. I get a text every day from Adam saying, got another one. <laughs> um, okay, and that's That's a great, great feeling. Adam and Sean, our team, you know, and they're building out their team. uh, They've immersed themselves into the community and and they have a great amount of respect from other athletic directors and all that stuff. So it's pretty hard to say no to them. Um, You know, we now have to build it (laughs) and figure out how to how to get it all out and stuff. So it'll be an exciting fall. uh, And if if listeners follow Campus Inc., you'll see the announcements coming out. Um, but you know, we're homegrown here in Champaign Urbana and I'm a diehard fan. So, uh, it's, uh, we're going to get the best of the best here, here in town. So, yeah, it's exciting. Um, Hey, always good to talk to you guys. Uh, Stephen Ferrig, Adam Cook of Campus Inc. Congratulations on not just the success already, but we can't wait to see, 
uh, where this thing goes. And hopefully we'll talk to you again here in a few months. Thanks so much. Awesome. Larry, Brad, thanks everybody. Yeah. Thanks so much, Stephen and Adam here from Campus Inc. And uh, once again, we appreciate uh, their time. This segment presented by OSF. Thanks guys. It's uh, more to come here on the sports spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org your way. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. It's the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, Patrick Quinn is working audio for us. The Illini Gal, Adelia McKenzie, joins us later this hour. Kedrick Prince also on his way with his 10-gallon hat and lasso for his recruiting roundup. Matt Stevens, football writer and analyst for IlliniGuys.com is with us now. Matt, I want to start this hour with Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman and continue our discussion from last hour. Interesting piece that you wrote for the website regarding the NCAA. Uh, Josh really had some interesting comments. Yeah, admittedly in his what I call State of the Union every year, uh, Josh kind of admitted that his view on college athletics is a lot more progressive than what's going on in Indianapolis, clearly. Um, what was being argued against in the Alston case that lost nine, nothing. Um, Josh is just as very well aware that the governing body probably has to change, but I don't know if he has a clear cut idea as to what that governing body needs to be. And I don't know if, but I, but I think he understands that the way this is headed, um, he's not entirely convinced that a, the public feels the NCAA has any credibility and B Subsequently, I think he feels like the, the U of I and every other school that's involved in Power Five loses credibility simply by being associated with the NCAA and, and what they're doing in Indianapolis. And I don't know if anybody would disagree with him. And I, I think he has a lot of progressive ideas of how to help Illinois athletics going forward. And I think those progressive ideas kind of run smack dab into what the NCAA still feels is amateurism. And so at that point, I think you have to figure out where would we go from here? And I, I think that's where Josh has, has at least in his head an idea as to where this is headed, maybe five, 10 years from now. Yeah, I would agree. The NCAA does not have credibility. So I think everybody kind of thinks that way. Um, they, they make some nice trophies. That's about all they got going for them. But, um, as you look at it, Matt, is there a, um, you know, talking with Josh Whitman, do you feel like he feels like Illinois can move to the forefront in this kind of new frontier for athletics, whether it's NCAA changes or NIL, whatever it might be? There is a hesitancy still at U of I about name, image, and likeness that concerns me. I think it could be, I don't know, at least publicly, the public face that Whitman's putting on this, I think could be an impediment going forward for Illinois. Um, I gather that a lot of the success that, say, Brad Underwood is having with NIL in terms of the recruiting world and the transfer portal are things that maybe his bosses are telling him not to do. Um, and so that works, I guess, but it's 
kind of still an impediment to how you want to produce, you know, a potential final four winning basketball program. Um, and a, you know, a January one and, and new year's six type bowl type program, if you're Brett Bielema. So, um, there's a hesitancy there just because I think that people still feel squeamish, um, at least in this part of the country about what NIL is, um, despite what Cam Cox and the University of Illinois, the progressives at the University of Illinois, I don't even know if Whitman feels that way, but I think he has to placate to people that still feel squeamish about it. And I wish he wouldn't because if Illinois would get really, really aggressive with it, at least publicly, I think that they would, they would be seen as a sexy, attractive option on both football and men's basketball. And I, I still don't know if that's the case when you have guys that are still, when you have Whitman publicly at least saying, Hey, it's still, you can't use it as an inducement. And you got Brad Underwood going to hell with that. Um, everybody else is. Uh, and, and I asked Whitman this, Brad, I said, look, I said, if you guys continue to go down the speed limit, Whitman used an analogy. Like we have, we have a whole lot of speed limits, not a whole lot of cops on the road in terms of NIL. I agree with that, but if Illinois continues to go to the speed limit, guess what? There's going to be cars with rockets behind them that are going to pass them down that highway. And I, I, I fear that that could be a result if Illinois continues to go down this path. I don't know if privately they're doing the opposite of what Whitman is saying publicly. Well, you know, I guess I look at it as more of the results at this point in time. It seems like yeah. the recruiting on the basketball program, you know, is top five in the country right now football program is much improved. Um, one of the points that, that um, you know, uh, I, I'd like you to kind of uh, ruminate on is how important is this football program to the University of Illinois in this new world that we're facing where it seems like the conferences and everything revolves around the, con the TV contracts, which revolve around football? Mike, you've heard it. I've heard it for the, my entire life that Illinois is a basketball school, and that's fine. Um, that means Illinois will be left behind in the modern day of college athletics. Uh, football is one. It is two. It is three. And it is the rest of it is not close. Football is going to dictate the new media contract, which could be a billion dollar. It could be one fourteenth of a billion dollars for the University of Illinois. Football is going to is going to designate how the Big Ten looks over the next 10 years. Um, it's not going to be any other sport. And football is exactly getting football revenue specifically toward Illinois, getting football revenue back to where it needs to be is going to be exactly what Whitman needs in order to a, get out of the fort, out of the current debt that Illinois is in based off of the last fiscal year off the pandemic. And two, it's going to make Illinois at least a player among the Big Ten. Football is everything. And, and football. And if Illinois is not at least good in football and producing more revenue in football and getting more butts into Memorial Stadium, um, again, this program is going to get left behind amongst its, its 13 other colleagues in the league. And I don't think Whitman really can afford for that to happen. And he, he recognizes how critical that that sport is toward the future of Illinois athletics. And, and um, I don't think that anybody would disagree with him with the way that he sees the future of how this is going. Talking with Matt Stevens, football writer and analyst for IlliniGuys.com. Hey, we've got a little bit of time left here. Let's get into some recruits. Another big week. Um, boy, it has been just a fantastic month of June for Brett Bielema and, and this program to get a couple of kids that uh, some really key pieces uh, coming up um, out of the, uh, uh, the state of Florida. 
Yeah, TJ Lott is a wide receiver that is, you know, uh, to, to quote Burgess Meredith, greasy last, greasy fast lightning speed. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's that's what he is. I mean, he's a guy that can play the slot and be the next Isaiah Williams, they hope, and and can can run and, and knows how to play wide receiver from the moment he'll get on campus. There isn't a transition period there. So, um, you know, you're hopeful that he can he can take uh, the slot receiver spot in Barry Lenny's offense very, very quickly because he has the speed to do it. And now all he has to do is make the transition to a, a, a much larger power five school. Uh, and then Nathan, Nathan Gein is somebody that I think um, I've seen I've seen work out publicly, had no idea who he was. But I pointed to a six foot six kid that was 220 pounds on the outside perimeter taking wide receiver drills and going, oh, that kid looks interesting. I think I'll go talk to him in a public camp setting over at Illinois. And I wasn't the only one because George McDonald basically said, hey, I need to go talk to this kid. I need to make him an offer. And that's a kid that banked on himself. He bet on himself and he, he decided that I'm going to come to Illinois camp, travel a thousand miles and hopefully get an offer. He did. And now he ends up being part of this 2023 recruiting class. You wrote a great story about that on lineiguys.com earlier in the month, and then a couple weeks later, you're right. Here he is now. He's coming to uh, Illinois as part of this class of 2023. Hey, Matt, good to talk with you. Happy 4th. Be safe. We'll talk to you next week. You too, guys. Thanks. All right, man. Thanks so much. Matt Stevens, football writer and analyst for lineiguys.com. We ride with Kedrick Prince. Up next is the recruiting roundup on the Sports Spectacular. Have a business you'd like to promote right here? To advertise on the Sports Spectacular, reach out at info at IlliniGuys.com and use the passion of the Illini Guys to reach your audience. That's info at IlliniGuys.com. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. So if Kedrick Prince hopped off his horse and swaggered into the saloon in the Old West... What would his drink of choice be? <laughs> Me? I think Ked's definitely a whiskey guy. Whiskey's you know got to be a whiskey I, guy, doesn't he? It I depends think, on the I season, he, fellas. No, no, I think he would do a sarsaparilla. You took you know, me. So he could Because he's got that big hat, and he's got those colorful chaps. He's going to want to, you know, a sarsaparilla. That would be something that, the you know, he could kind of impress Especially all the uh, the recruiting moms, moms yeah. out there. See, I see. I think you 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 know. I was gonna take sarsaparilla, you little so and so. So since you took mine, I'm gonna say Perrier. 
when he walks in. Kendrick Prince, director of recruiting for AlliantGuys.com. <laughs> Every week, I just take a beating. I, I think it depends which type of chaps he has on. <laughs> That's right. No David Lee Roth chaps for you, if Ked. He's got the That's David right. Lee Roth chaps on, it'd be a different drink. That's right. We don't want that at all. Uh, Ken, always good to have you. Good to poke fun at you every week. And uh, we appreciate you being such a, uh, a good sport. But hey, listen, let's get right to it. Ken's recruiting roundup. You've got your lasso out and you pulled in a, a big one this week. Uh, the kid, Zachary Perrin, 6'10 kid out of France. Uh, tell us about this young man. A steal, a steal and a steal. I mean, I, he didn't come out of nowhere. We kind of knew about him a little bit, but this kid is going to be a player. He is not a roster filler. I want fans to know and understand this right away. This kid is going to come in. I'm not saying he's going to come in and be the next Kofi, but this kid is a really, really good foreign player from France, and he's just his footwork. And, you know, I know you're going to hear a lot of cliches from me and probably same from Brad, but really pay attention. This kid can use both hands, and he is left-handed, but if you didn't know he was left-handed, his right hand, he can use equally as well. I think what sold him on Coach Jeff Alexander, who was the lead recruiter in this, was that his passing abilities in the open floor, because we all know that Illinois is going to be in the open floor. Uh, they're going to spread the floor a little bit. And one-on-one, I think he's a tough matchup. And what I like about him, he's different than all the other six nine, six ten guys like versus Dane Danger and Coleman Hawkins and Matthew Mayer. I think this kid is a little bit – I don't want to say he's stronger because he's only 17, going to be 18, but he's more of that post-up guy. Not a great three-point shooter yet. I think he shot 26% last year, but he can do it. And you know what? Again, he's only 17. And my understanding, you know, just talking to a lot of good people close to the program, I mean, this kid was probably a steal. And if he was playing in the United States, this kid would probably be a four- or five-star kid. That's how good of a player he is. Yeah, I would. I, I think um, he's probably a kid that can uh, come in and play some right away. I think that he reminds me a lot of James Augustine. When you go back, left-handed, great feet, runs the floor extremely well, um, and he's a tenacious rebounder. Really gets after uh, the ball on the glass, which uh, you know reminds me of Augustine that way. Uh, you know, they're talking to some draft experts. You know, um, Jonathan Trevoni, who who's the guy who wrote the broke the story. Um, about his commitment. I mean, they, they really feel this kid can be a, a player in that 2024 NBA draft um, with a year, a, you know, a year and a half of Fletch when he gets here in August. Um, this is a kid who has a chance to really, really good play, be a good player immediately, but also a really good player in his second year on campus. Yeah. And, and boy, I tell you, you know, the two things that, that were also interesting about his tape was um, he had quite a few shot blocks but they were shot blocks on guys shooting from the perimeter, which I thought was kind of unique. And, and you guys kind of talked about it a little bit, but his passing was very, very strong. Is this the type of fundamentals that, that Brad's looking for so that it's truly a positionless basketball team? You know what? When you look at this roster, I mean, like there was uh, Ty Rogers, you know, he's just been back with the team from the U.S. team. He just got back in. He's been with the team for about four or five practices, and he's playing some point guard. So that should tell you that this is going to be positionless basketball. I mean, you got a six, 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 seven guy out there, you know, playing the point, you know. And I just know for a fact that what Houston did to Illinois and what Houston did to Arizona 
is what Brad Underwood wants to look like at Illinois. So people with, with, with better shooters. So that positionless basketball is going to be great. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be different. And I think the kids who are in the system, they have to like that. How would you know? How can you not like that to be able to go out and guard everybody on the floor and switch and run and shoot the basketball? It's going to be fun. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to covering it. Totally agree, Cat. I feel like um, this is going to be a fun team to watch. They're going to get up and down. I think he's the type of player that you know can ch- change answer. Versatility and switchability on defense. Versatility on offense. Switchability on defense. Um, every time I talk to Brad Underwood, he talks about how good a guy's big guys, how good their feet are. He wants to see guys with great feet. We've not had a commitment in, what, four or five days now since Perrin committed. Um, what do you, who do you think's next? You know, what, 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 what can fans look for next, kid? My, I, I think, I think they're done. This is me. I think they're done um, until the semester. I think, you know, they were looking for a big, I think the whole point guard dream, I think went away. I, I think they're fine with what they have. And I think they believe they can win with what they have. Um, but I, they wanted that big guy who can give them some some minutes and some effective minutes who can help them score. I know, you know, Coach Underwood talked about in a press conference at the semester, you may get a kid and you may lose a kid. They picked up Dane Danger at the semester. You know, if they if they, if they lose a kid and they and if they keep the scholarship, there's two kids that they could pick up. Not that they want anybody to leave, and I don't want people thinking that they're pushing kids off. But it's just the nature of the game and the way the game is being played and the way the game is, you know, the way people recruit right now. So I think they're done. I think what you see right now is what you're going to get. And I do think people are really going to be surprised when they see this team out there, partly because of, of Zachary, because a lot of people don't know a lot about him. But those who do know a lot about him, he's getting a lot of high praise. It's a loaded roster, Mike. Yeah, I would say you're looking at 23 and 24 for the, the recruiting cycle now. and those that, or, or maybe somebody in the transport like gets that mid-year. But now it's going to shift to 23 and 24 recruiting. Don't have a lot of scholarships given 23. Um, but they're look, they're being very selective, and they've got some guys on their radar. Whether it's uh, you know Monty Hansbury or Xavier Booker, a couple of big guys are looking at. Uh, there's also a, a, another kid from Christ the King, New York, same high school as Kofi, that Illinois made top five for. So there's uh, there's a few big guys out there, and they're still uh, gonna get a tw- some 23 pieces as well. Hey, before I let you guys go, uh, speaking of uh, the Hansbury kid, was on campus this week. Do you guys know how it went? Well, I can. I can honestly tell you this, and this was not a joke, and because people laugh about it. I accidentally walked, you know, into the guy, and I'm telling you, he's big. He is, you know, when you think about a guy, six six, or six seven, six eight, can he play center? This kid is put together. He's a big specimen, and I don't. Uh, I know earlier in the week, you know, we went to the round table with Josh Whitman, and Josh Whitman uh, had a chance to talk to the family and. They were really encouraged by what Illinois had to offer and and what they could do for you know for their kids. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's a kid that uh, Illinois loves. Brad Underwood loves Monty Hansbury, and he uh, definitely liked what Illinois was selling. Well, you know the the amazing thing is 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 Ked's technique that he uses to uh, talk to all the moms, where he just runs into them. Now he's starting to do that to recruits. Holy cow, Ked! That's really that you're a multi-tool. Uh, sports reporter, but I'll tell you what, if you've seen his dad, I'm, I'm, I'm going to avoid, I'm going to avoid running through his mom. His dad's a big boy. So I'll leave, I'll leave that mom up. To Just take the charge, kid. Draw the charge, man. That's right. Take the flop, baby. Hey, you know what, you know what Ked does, right? He, he offers her a sarsaparilla. 
Yes, Asperilla, yes. <laughs> and Ken, we got to run. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Ken, director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. Adelia McKenzie of the Fighting Illini women's basketball team. She's the Illini gal. She's straight ahead after this. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible. Whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is, we're here to support it. Because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. Hi, this is Larry Smith, proud native of Central Illinois. It's been an honor to have reported on the world's biggest sporting events for the past three decades. And as a lifelong Illini fan, it's a privilege to now be with IlliniGuys.com. My friends and I put this together with one goal in mind, to have the best Illini-centric website around. Great features, podcasts, insider stuff. I know a little something about telling athlete stories, and these guys know a lot about the Illini. It's a perfect match. Come over and check it out. IlliniGuys.com. Paramedic, firefighter, police officer. Different job titles, one common goal, to keep communities safe. They all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies. Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at ourboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Oh, man, it was amazing, man. Uh, just that whole two and a half weeks, uh, starting off in Houston during the training camp, um, competing for a spot, and then going, making the team, going down to Mexico. Uh, it was amazing, man. It's unforgettable experience. What was the biggest thing you took away from two and a half weeks? Man, I really just learned how to, how to play a role. Um, every team is going to be a role you're going to have to play in order to make the team, in order to play on the team. Um, and I feel like I really fulfilled my role, and I feel like it's going to help me come, come this time um, to play next year. That's Illini freshman Ty Rogers talking to the media this week after he helped Team USA to a gold medal in the FIBA World Championships in Mexico. You know, guys, we had him on the show earlier this year. He is just so poised and, and mature. I just I can't wait to see him in orange and blue. He's a kid. You, you hear him. He's all about winning, team player. He's just a guy that makes everybody else better. He doesn't care if he gets points. He doesn't care. He just wants to win the game. And, man, I, I don't know that you can get a better part of piece of your program than that. I mean, that's what you want out of players. You want guys that are just about the winning. Yeah, you could see that in his AAU season when he would do whatever is necessary to win, whether it's rebound, bring the ball up, shoot. Um, he's a little bit like the Illini's Captain America, whatever they need to do to get over the bad guys, that's what Ty is willing to do. And I don't know, maybe we'll see him with a big shield and, not, and the big star on his chest because he's that good. He'll um, say, uh, I could do this all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that is, but isn't that, Brad, seriously, isn't that what you saw when you watched him play? Yeah, I didn't see a shield, but I would agree with all the other parts. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> And no blue tights either, so and that's that's fine. Um, Ken, hey, Ken's got the blue tights. He's got the blue tights. That's right. Okay, Ken stayed with us in the break. He found out who was next, and he said he wanted to stay, and so we're glad he did. You know who else we love seeing in orange and blue? That's the Illini gal, Adelia McKenzie. She's talking to us from campus as she's uh, back 
uh, again, you know, in summer workouts now with new head coach Shauna Green. Hey, Adelia, you made quite a stir this week in practice that the guys were talking about just uh, how great you played. Uh, I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> Most importantly, she she smelled good, I hear. So that's, that's what's important. <laughs> well, yeah, Ken, Ken, tell us a story about the deodorants. You know, I'll tell all the listeners out there who, you know, Dale told us this story a while back about her forgetting deod- putting deodorant on. And I, I just saw her on campus, you know, early in the week, and she gave me a hug. And my daughter was with me. We're like, man, what is this about this smell? She smells marvelous. She smells like a, a rose garden. So I don't know where this comes from about this stinky little girl who don't want to put on deodorant. I, I, I just smelled that this week. <laughs> Well, yeah, I like Dale, to pick and choose my days. <laughs> well, Dale, you didn't have to listen to him all afternoon because he was upset because he was hoping to get an invite to do a Manny Petty with you, and it never <laughs> came. So we had to. So instead, we were both depressed when we and we both eat. So we went to Papa Dell's and had a pizza to get over it. Adelia, listen, <laughs> you need your eyes so you can study and play basketball. Because if you see my feet, honey, you go blind. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I wouldn't want to see him then. <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, did, uh, we're supposed to talk about Delia's basketball. We've got deodorant, her, her scent. We've got kid and tights in with Ted's feet. Where are we going here, people? Where are we going? People might think Ted's a hobbit when we start talking about his feet, but who knows? <laughs> That's right. Who That's drinks sarsaparilla and has a ten-gallon hat with a lasso at his side? That's right. So. David Lee Roth chaps, great. <laughs> Bring us back in, Larry. Roll us back I'm, in, baby. I'm going to reel you back in. That's right. So I tell you, another week of practice. Um, um, you, just the intensity. But Ked was saying the coach was saying some really good things about you. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, one of the things she was saying about my defense, and I should be like on, like the one of the best defenders on the court always and how like I'm so athletic and I should be one to guard the best players and stuff because we're doing defense drills and that really motivated me because you know sometimes I will get like I feel like I would lose my confidence with defense because sometimes I get flat footed and people would beat me but ever since she said that no one can stop me (laughs) no one can get past me (laughs) so yeah Adelia, how would you say that the uh, when you talk about things like that, the defensive side, how's the culture different and, and changed maybe now that you've had some time with, with the new coaching staff? I would say it's, the culture is about being consistent and having a one-way mentality. Like we do things one way and it's at the highest level and the best that we can be. And I think that's a huge change because there's no room for slacking. You know, the coaches will always make sure that we're going hard, we're hustling and we're bringing that energy in every possession, every drill. And I think that's just important to have because now that will be easy to translate in the game because we do it at practice and in the workouts. Who are the leaders on the team? from the player's standpoint, who are the ones who enforce that to make sure everybody's putting their best effort in each of these drills? Um, Honestly, I would say everyone plays a role in it because we all hold each other accountable and we make sure that we all are giving that energy. Like if somebody's quiet, someone else will say, oh, you know, talk it up. You know, I can't hear you're quiet. I think it's a collective thing when it comes to leadership. Adelia, is it fair to say that you're you're much more confident now in what Coach Green wants than you were even just a couple of weeks ago? Just hearing you talk about practice now, 
compared to a couple of weeks ago or even, you know, six weeks ago back before the semester ended. Um, it just it seems like night and day. Is, is that fair? Yeah, it's fair to say I will say I'm more confident. And at first it was just really new and I really wasn't knowing like what to expect. But now I know what to expect and I know what the expectation is. And it motivates me to push everybody else, but most importantly, like push myself to be the best for the team. So I really like the culture here and I just love it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Adelia, we will um, let you get back to it. And, and, you know, because I feel like if we go longer that, that somehow it's going to go off the rails again. And I want to save Mike <laughs> from himself. So <laughs> I, I'm not revealing anything about my feet. I didn't say one thing about my feet. <laughs> hey, I remember that conversation a couple weeks ago with, with Brad. I didn't forget that in the story. <laughs> Adelia McKenzie, the Illini gal. Always good to talk to you. Have a great weekend and happy fourth. Thank you guys so much. Love having her on the show uh, each week and just love hearing the progress that she's making with the, this entire team and uh, head coach Shauna Green. So excited for, uh, for their season coming up here this winter. You know, the, the line eye guys, we rarely sit down and never do it for very long, but when we do, what shows are we binging on this summer? Well, that's next. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Illini underscore guys and on Instagram at Illini Guys. And mark August 26th on your calendar. That's the date of the first annual Illini Guys pregame party, Friday night in downtown Champaign. More details to come. Oh, yeah. Line Eye Guys there, pre, pre-game party. We get the party started before the party gets started, before the party gets started. That's going to be a party. I need Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> August 26th. Can't wait for that. You know, I, I know none of us uh, sleep very much, and, and Ked is still with us. Um, the horse is still eating some oats. He's not done eating outside, so he stayed with us. Uh, any shows that got your attention this summer? Ked, what are you binging on this summer? Uh, there's not shows, but this summer is kind of weird. I got the Big Ten Network pass for all the schools. And so I've stopped pretty much all summer, and I've watched probably well over 100 basketball games and football games, just Big Ten, just going over games, but not just Illinois. You know, it could be Purdue and Michigan, Michigan State, uh, Iowa and Wisconsin. I, I went back, you know, just last uh, last week. I was watching the Illinois and Minnesota football games. So I'm just kind of reliving and just waiting for the season to get started. For me this summer, of course, I have my nerd alert where I got to watch some Obi-Wan and I got Stranger Things coming out, the, the second part. But my I, sleeper hit on Hulu, Only Murders in the Building, Steve Martin, Selena Gomez, Martin Short. Season one was fantastic. Season two came out just this week. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but that's on the docket for next week. Yeah, now now when it comes to, to binge watching, I, I did watch Obi-Wan, enjoyed the last half of that series. Um, there's three that I'm, I'm kind of excited about right now. I'm loving the boys season three, but don't watch it unless you're really, really, uh, you got, a, you know, you're, you have to have a stomach for that show. Um, Star Trek strange new worlds, which is the first non, uh, serialized Star Trek in a couple of years. So that's actually really fun to watch. Good. Good and, call. um, I'm watching an old, old show that I really like. Two and a half men with Charlie Sheen before he went absolutely nuts. 
And that is a very funny show. Although I can't believe that kid who was on there when the things they make him joke about, I'm like, maybe that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> All right. I'm going to show my ignorance here. What is, is Obi-Wan a, a series? What, what is that? Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, I, know, I know that. I know that. But I mean, what, what's it on? It was a six episode series. Disney Plus. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to jump in. Uh, you know, it, you, I know you guys always laugh at me because I'm the TV guy who works in TV who doesn't watch TV. So that's always been an ongoing joke, I know. But the one thing my son, who's in college, has turned me on to, uh, it's a series no longer on, but it's on On Demand, and that's Documentary Now with the SNL guys, Bill Hader and Fred Armisen. It is hysterical. Um, and you guys know I have a mad magazine sense of humor. So um, highly recommended. I'm only about six shows in. Uh, we just watched Blue Jean Committee this this week and anyone who watched it watched parts one and two highly recommended helen mirren all kinds of guest uh, stars helen mirren actually is the she's the the presenter and she reads all the intros with a straight face as if this is real but documentary now it's fake documentaries they make fun of documentaries in the past just to let you know and blue jean committee is about a 70s band um and it's absolutely hysterical so documentary now is the one that i watch um not a Star Wars guy. I'm sorry. But all right. Hey, that was fun. That was fun. Well, listen, up next. Doesn't, but doesn't Larry look a little bit like Lando Calrissian? I've heard that so many times. <laughs> so you should watch Star Wars. I, come on, Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I, I'm an, a true, true story. My grandfather, who lived in Urbana, looked so much like Billy D that I thought my grandfather was Billy D. <laughs> like everyone just called him, awesome. he called him Smitty. They just called him Smith. He worked at Clifford Jacobs. And, and I, because I didn't know what his real name was. And, and I, once they said what, you know, I had like a little thing in second grade, what's your grandfather's name? And I, I said, Billy D Smith. I thought he was Williams was his stage name. I swear to you. I get, I get that with Brad Pitt. Yeah. There you Same go. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're both named Brad. We're both named Brad. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought they thought you looked like Benjamin Button. Oh, that was from the movie. Don't you remember when he yes, started off as an ancient yes, Brad Pitt? Yes. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I know. Wow. That's wow. Awesome. <laughs> Life just comes out swinging. All right. Up next, it is uh, Mike's movie review as we continue on. And maybe Brad, too. I don't know if Brad's seen any movies lately, but we will all find out together. That's next. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and it's much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solution. 
The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular continues, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Hope you're uh, having fun with us here today. Don't forget, seven-day free trial. Uh, anytime you sign up, IlliniGuys.com, all the insider info, some great features as well. How about Nick Hardy? And we talked last hour about him just playing some great golf these days. Uh, Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, and Mike Kegley here with the Illini Guys. Talked a moment ago, just before the break, I teased Mike's movie review. But, Brad, I, I, I have to be honest. I apologize. You may have some movies to review as well. I mean, I, I go ahead. I don't. I don't want to. Didn't want to step on your toes. I saw Top Gun Maverick, and um, I was. I actually, it's one of the few movies I actually liked it better than the original. I, I of course, you know, the original was, you know, cliche filled and and you know, not maybe the best cinem- cinematic experience ever. But I liked Top Gun Maverick. It was fun. It was what it was supposed to be. High energy. Planes crashing, people shooting each other. It was it was good times. Yeah, it was that was a that was a very entertaining movie. Uh, Val Kilmer had a nice cameo in there, yes. Um, yes. and that, and that was touching the way they built the relationship between those two characters. That was a fun movie for the summertime. I also saw uh, Jurassic Jurassic World or whatever whatever they call that nowadays because it's so hard to know what they're naming their Jurassic Park movies. A Jurassic World Dominion sounds like a video game. Um, that was a beautiful special effects with a, a bunch of plot holes that were a mile wide. You know, they, the, some of the things that they asked their characters to do, like if you're in an airplane and the airplane's being attacked by pterosaurs, so you have to parachute out of the airplane. How are you going to serve? If you're afraid of surviving in a metal plane, do you really want to get out into the air with a parachute? Not me. Not but. ideal. See, I thought Jurassic World, Mike, was you and Ken at Papa Dell's. <laughs> I thought that was another episode. Of, it was, of it was very World. sad to watch Ken's poor daughter, Kennedy, watch this pizza go down like it was inhaled. And she's just sitting there going, oh, my, oh my Lord. You know, and it, it was kind of like that seen in the first Jurassic Park when they lowered the cow into the Velociraptor pit. <laughs> that pizza comes and it's just like, she, it's gone. She, Ken's daughter went to wash her hands, came back, there was a piece of sausage left. <laughs> yeah, for, for a second. Not pizza, not a sausage pizza, just a piece of sausage. Yes, it, 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 I don't think we should do that in front of her. She's probably going to counseling even as we speak. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Oh, my goodness. That is just uh, terrible. Well, okay, so what's next for you guys? What's the next movie on your, on your, the movie you haven't seen? My son just saw Elvis a couple nights ago, and um, he thought it, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I want to see that. Thor, Love and Thunder. Got tickets out. for it already, man. Um, I mean, that's going to be the next one. Um, my daughter and I, we are Marvel fanatics, so we try and watch them together when they come out. Yep, Thursday, July 7th, I have tickets for the whole family. We always see the Marvel movies the night before, and um, but we're ready to go. Uh, that looks fantastic. And so Thor's the next one that I really want to watch. Um, and then the rest of the summer, there's some stuff here or there. I do like the Brad Pitt movie, the, the one where he's on a train and they're assassins. Oh, a train, yes. Yeah, that looks, that looks good. good. Yeah. That looks good. 
I, I, you know, I was, I had to do a lot of the stunts for that one, you know, hit my own well, stunts. I keep telling, I keep telling my wife, that's not, that's not Brad Sturdy. That's Brad Pitt. And that's hard. She's starting hard. to figure it out. Well, Brad Sturdy is that he's the body double for Brad Pitt, isn't he? Yes. Yes, that's right. Well, I, I put a I wig thought. on and it's the same. There's that's no difference. <laughs> I saw, yeah. you know, I saw you in Troy, and I thought that was pretty daring, the whole nude shot yes. there with the women in the tent. Yeah. That was, you know, was that, you know, was that, Brad, that was Brad Sturdy, right? That's that was what Sturdy. I understood. Yeah. Well, he's the double. You know, some, we, all have to, we all have to give. You know, it's about giving and giving back well, and doing, the, doing those things. Don't you remember in, uh, in Friends when, when Joey Tribbiani was some Al Pacino's butt or something in a butt movie? Double. <laughs> butt double. <laughs> That's Brad Sturdy is Brad Pitt's butt double. Oh, this is careening out of control. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so so real, quick question for you guys. Um, I I don't know, and I know people listening are gonna go. Larry's an idiot, and that's fine. So, Love and Thunder is a Marvel movie. Yes. And is it, it is. Is, is that all? Who? Which? Which? Which heroes will be superheroes will be in it? Thor. 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 Okay. And then Jane. Jane Foster, who is now Thor, and then um, you'll have the God Killer, yep, and uh, trying to kill all the gods. I, I think Zeus is actually in it. Yeah, that's Russell um, Crowe. Russell Crowe plays wow. Zeus, and okay. then uh, you know, so it's uh, it's it's got uh, some some good stars there. Yeah, so Russell Crowe <laughs> plays he plays the 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 tough guy who gets beat up to show how tough the bad guy is. See, so I'm you all. That's his job. Zeus is the king of the Olympia, the Olympian gods, and you're going to see that this Gore guy is so powerful that he's going to kick Zeus's butt, and then Thor knows he's got a serious bad guy to deal with. See, I'm so far behind. I, I Thanos had all the uh, Infinity Stones. That's where I left off. Yeah, I, I tell you what, is Thanos is the one of the best bad guys of all time, though. Yeah. What a fantastic bad guy. He's awesome villain. Yeah. Great yes. villain. And ironically, he was he was kind of uh, Marvel came out with him about a year after DC came out with Darkseid. Thanos was just kind of a copy of that. And then they came out with him in the movies first uh, and beat DC to the punch. So when Darkseid came out in, in the uh, Justice League movie, everybody's like, well, that's a copy of Thanos. In reality, 40 years ago, Darkseid was first. Thanos was second. Thank you. For that, that was when Mike, Mike was in his 30s 40 years ago, and that's yeah. why. Yeah, Lauren Tate and I read those together. You know, we were roughly the same age back then. Yeah, you've seen the movie yes. Hancock with uh, Will Smith and, and Charlize Theron. Mike Certainly. is the other. Mike is the other immortal that was didn't make the movie. He's, uh, he's <laughs> that was that was the other mortal who was trying to find Charlize Theron to date, and she would yes. not let me catch her. No, she she could not. She ran right to Will Smith. Yes, and, and then Will slapped you. <laughs> that hurt. Quick, quick time out. We got to take a pause for the cause. Do that, I hear. That's right. He's, that's I got Jawan Howarded by Will Smith. That's right. More, more spectacular. Powered by the Atlanta guys after this. Stay with us. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it, because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. 
Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini member FDIC. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Do you like what you hear? Let the passion of Illini guys promote your business. The sponsors are signing up right now for the upcoming fall season, and our ad space is limited. Shoot us an email at info at and find out how easy it is to reach diehard sports fans in 30 key markets in six states. That's info at IlliniGuys.com. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that don't understand. I still had the anger. I still had the addictions. But we didn't talk about that. came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go... Go to the VA. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help. Hear veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. This is Jeff Alexander, assistant basketball coach for the Fighting Illini. You're listening to the Illini Guy Sports Spectacular. Cruising right along here on the Sports Spectacular. Hey guys, big news this week. Imani Bates, formerly the number one recruit in the country. Uh, help me out, Brad. And you guys know the details better than this. Reclassified up, so he leaves high school a year early, goes to Memphis one year, winds up at Eastern Michigan next year. What a shocker. Yeah, the kids who've gone to school early, it really hasn't panned out. You know, we no. saw it in Indiana locally, Christian Lander, and it didn't work out. And Imani Bates, number one player, the next KD, the next LeBron, whatever it is. And he goes to struggles of Memphis. When he goes out, they play better. And now he's at Eastern Michigan. Wow. That, that's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe that's why Shaden Sharp never got on the court so that he could transfer that to a draft pick, I guess. Um, and Imani Bates, there's so many rumblings that maybe the people around him uh, have a lot of expectations that they want to apply to the program's that he goes to and one can see why a a college basketball coach wouldn't have any interest in breaking up a team's chemistry for a guy who's got a, a posse that may be hard to deal with. Yeah. The coach up there, Stan Heath in his second year, a former Kent state Arkansas head coach uh, out of the Tom Izzo tree. So we do wish Imani well, hopefully get things together up there uh, with the Eagles in Eastern Michigan. Big story as well out of L.A. Four years ago, the Los Angeles Clippers, NBA team, of course, uh, they promised that they would renovate all 350 public courts in L.A. And this month, in June, this past month, they just finished that project. 
how cool is that for a pro team to do that? That's awesome. I mean, that is awesome. That is just such a great thing for the, you know, the community give these, you know, give giving back. I mean, you know, obviously they, we know the NBA has a lot of money, but, uh, and they spend a lot of money they make a lot of money, but I mean, this is really cool to see them giving back to the community. Yeah. And you talk about, I mean, the, 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 what people get from that, you know, you've got kids who now have a place they can go out and have fun and it's well kept up. I mean, that, that's just spectacular just from a pure quality of life standpoint. Yeah. Very awesome. And kudos to the Clippers. And by the way, they've already broken ground on that brand new multi-billion dollar arena out there too, trying to take over the Lakers uh, territory. Hey, back close at home in Chicago, our man D Brown getting a head coaching job in college. Yeah, you know, D, you know, a lot of people question, you know, go to an NAIA school after you've been an assistant at UIC. But I think for D, it was time to be a head coach. He had that opportunity and he's, uh, you know, his name still carries a lot of weight in Chicago circles and he can get some players, maybe some, you know, players that are higher level players, bring them down to to NAIA school and have a chance to do something big. Yeah, let's 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 hope this is, you know, D putting um, his chips on D Brown. And um, that's worked for him in the past. And hopefully he'll do a great job there and other doors will open up for him. Yeah, we wish him well up there. Uh, and they've not had a lot of success, but a chance for him to make his mark there. Uh, over uh, across the pond, Wimbledon is ongoing without Serena Williams. Uh, we saw her uh, in a really close, thrilling first set, but again, hadn't played um, in a year. And she was one and done trying to, again, uh, just tack on to that legendary um, status in terms of getting another major title comes up way short. Serena, 40 years old. Where is she now in her career? Is, is this the end? Man, I, I think it probably is, but you know, I'm not going to say totally because she's Serena. She's, she's Serena. the goat, right? I mean, she's, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, you know, she's 40 and we yeah. all know we're all, you know, we all just turned 40 in the, you know, 12, 15 years ago, whatever it was. <laughs> but I mean, so we remember what it was like and, and the changes you had to make. And I think it's just difficult to play sports at a high level, especially like tennis, where it's so it's so much about athleticism. So uh, it, it'll be tough. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Just I didn't I wasn't aware she was 40. And my gosh, I felt like Methuselah when I found that out. You are, aren't you? No. <laughs> Okay. But I am compared to Serena. <laughs> That's right. Slightly older than Methuselah. Just a little <laughs> Just bit. Barely. Yeah. Uh, big news out of the ACC. They changed their scheduling format now. They're going to, you know, they're going to play in uh, everybody's uh, opposing stadium here in the next four years. Uh, it feels like it's uh, where everybody's going, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think that's the future because, you know, the uneven, you know, sides, uh, east, west, whatever it is that they have. This is uh, maybe a better way to do it. Your top two teams play for a. Uh, for the title, you know, you could get some really great matchups. You're still going to have your rivalry games, of course, but you get some great matches, maybe in the championship game, because some of these championship games haven't been great matchups. Yeah, it's the ACC. You know, everybody cares about the SEC and the Big Ten when it comes to football. And if Clemson doesn't have uh, Lawrence at the quarterback position, it doesn't really matter anyway. I was going to say, boy, they are really mortal without Trevor Lawrence, aren't they? I mean, <laughs> yes, they are. Who no, knew? Or Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Sean Watson. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I touch myself, the divinals little song. Um, <laughs> hey, by the way, before we say goodbye, congrats to the Colorado avalanche. What a series as they had thrown the two time Stanley cup champions to get their first title 
in uh, more than a decade. Hey, we're out of time here on the Sports Spectacular. Thanks to Stephen and Adam from Campus Inc. And we appreciate all of you listening in. Have a safe and blessed holiday. What a blessing to be here in the U.S. of A. We'll see you next week. Go Illini. Happy 4th. I-L-L. I-N-I. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.